Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, April 27th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens is causing uneasiness among Republican political insiders, and some say it's not just because of electoral concerns. The reason they don't like him is because he doesn't care what they think. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on how Greitens' candidacy is complicating the GOP Senate primary. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration says Amazon did not violate federal safety regulations leading up to December's warehouse collapse in Edwardsville. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports. OSHA opened its investigation after six workers died when a tornado struck the building. It didn't cite Amazon, but investigators did find issues with the way the company notified workers of the danger. The agency issued a hazard alert letter to Amazon with recommendations for how the company can improve safety the next time extreme weather strikes. Doug Parker is an assistant secretary of labor for OSHA. We're making recommendations because under our standards, there's not a specific citation we can issue in light of the actions that Amazon takes. OSHA recommends ensuring all workers at a building know where to shelter in extreme weather and that facilities have site-specific emergency plans that account for local weather hazards. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Council members have approved $6 million to tear down Jamestown Mall. The North St. Louis County Shopping Center has been abandoned for more than a decade. Supporters of bringing it down say that should make it easier to build a mixed-use development on the property. Councilwoman Shalanda Webb says Jamestown Mall's decay provides the wrong impression of North St. Louis County. In fact, in this very these very meetings, I've heard a speaker say that North County was rotting and my heart crumbled because that is my home. I raise my children there. Federal relief funds will be used to demolish the shopping center. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page still needs to sign the legislation. The Missouri Senate has passed a budget package. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, it has a few differences compared to the House version. Senators voted to pass a series of budget bills totaling around $45 billion and overall adds about a billion more dollars compared to the House's allocations. The House's version also included funding from the American Rescue Plan Act, which the Senate hasn't addressed yet. One area of funding the Senate removed was $500,000 towards the Attorney General's office. Republican Senator Bill Eigel of Weldon Springs spoke against that decision on the Senate floor before a vote on an amendment that would have restored that funding. We're going to consider an amendment to replace funds to the attorney general who has done nothing other than go after school districts masking our kids all day. The amendment failed. The Senate's budget bills now head to the House where a conference committee is expected. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Supreme Court has given three local governments permission to challenge the constitutionality of the state's Second Amendment Preservation Act. The ruling does not address whether the law violates the state's constitution. It says the governments do not have to wait to raise that legal question. The measure, approved in 2021, blocks local police from enforcing federal gun laws or face $50,000 penalties. St. Louis and St. Louis and Jackson counties sued, asking for the law to be declared unconstitutional. A lower court decided the governments had other avenues to challenge the law, 
and throughout the case. President Joe Biden has issued his first acts of clemency, which include five Missourians. More from Carlos Moreno. Biden issued three pardons and commuted the sentences of 75 people imprisoned on low-level drug offenses. Among those was 46-year-old Paul Lupercio of Blue Springs. Lupercio was sentenced to 20 years in prison for conspiracy to distribute marijuana and cocaine and was scheduled to be released in 2025. After Biden's commutation, Lupercio will now walk out of Leavenworth this August. The four other Missourians granted clemency were also convicted of conspiracy to possess or distribute illegal drugs. Biden said he granted clemency to people who would have received a lower sentence if they were charged today under the First Step Act, aimed at reducing long federal prison sentences. I'm Carlos Moreno. Those other Missourians include two men from St. Louis, one from Sykeston, and another from Buffalo. Four people from Illinois are on that list. There are 21 Republicans seeking to succeed Missouri Senator Roy Blunt. Much of the focus is on one contender, former Governor Eric Greitens. He is wading through a storm of scandal threatening his political ambitions. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on Missouri's GOP Senate primary. Back in February, former Governor Eric Greitens stepped before a scrum of reporters after filing to be Missouri's next U.S. Senator. Greitens resigned in 2018 after scandals around an extramarital affair and campaign finance controversies sunk his governorship. Greitens is banking on Missouri Republicans to revive his political fortunes. We need fighters who are willing to do what it takes to take our country back, to take our country back from the left, and also fighters who are willing to take on the establishment, willing to take on the mainstream media. Then came something that has become synonymous with Eric Greitens, scandal. His ex-wife, Sheena Greitens, filed court documents where she described under oath a pattern of physical and emotional abuse to both her and their son. The allegations were so startling to former Missouri Republican Party chairwoman Kay Hofflander that she had trouble sleeping. So she and other prominent women in the Missouri Republican Party called for Greitens to get out of the race. If he's telling the truth, then swear it in front of a judge. And even when he was governor, he did not go under oath when the other female accuser did. Hofflander is referring to a woman known as K.S. who testified multiple times under oath that Greitens physically and sexually abused her. Greitens denied these allegations in 2018 and now is accusing his ex-wife of being part of a conspiracy to discredit his Senate campaign. In response, Sheena Greitens said she has documentation to back up her claims. And the pushback from Greitens' campaign, which included a statement from a campaign aide calling Sheena Greitens deranged and mentally ill, was jarring to people like State Senator Bill Eigel. You know, this idea <laughs> that all of a sudden she, uh, her character is being attacked in this manner is just, I, I, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Greitens has refused to step aside from the race. That's led to some Republicans worrying that Greitens may be able to withstand the barrage and win a divided primary and be a weaker general election candidate. But the angst against Greitens goes deeper than just electoral prognostications. Greitens is deeply detested among some Missouri Republicans for a host of reasons, including a particularly bad relationship with the GOP legislature that almost impeached him. He also cultivated sour relations with U.S. Senator Josh Hawley 
And as former Republican State Senator John Lamping explains, many GOP activists and operatives. And if Eric Reitens is a U.S. senator, he'll have no time for them and they'll have no influence with him. So that's the biggest reason they're trying to get him out of the race. Now, they'll say he'll lose in the, in the general election. Well, that's they're just trying to appeal to people's emotions. But the reason they don't like him is because he doesn't care what they think. Former Missouri Democratic Party chairman Stephen Weber says personal and electoral concerns are prompting some Republicans to try and stop Greitens from winning the nomination. But even though Weber says Greitens is the only GOP candidate who could lose in November, he doesn't want his fellow Democrats to cross over and vote for him because he may win. Once he gets the nomination, he's just going to tell everybody, look, you have no choice but to support me. And he's he's betting that um, taking back the, the U.S. Senate will be a powerful enough um, factor for, for people to back him. Greitens was nowhere to be found at Lafayette County Lincoln Days last week. But other Senate contenders, like Attorney General Eric Schmidt, were working the crowd and making the argument that they have the best opportunity to keep Missouri's Senate seat red. You know, this isn't my first rodeo. I've run and won statewide twice. And so, um, you know, we're getting around talking to people, learning what's on their mind, but certainly communicating the things that we're doing. Also seeking the support of the Lafayette County faithful was Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler, who is banking on her socially conservative credibility and backing from well-known Missouri Republicans like Holly. And I do believe I'm the best candidate to uh, win the general as well because I have done so much work, not just on Republican issues, but just American issues. Republican voters like Eric Kolkmeyer noted that Greitens' personal scandals may be an unavoidable part of the impending campaign. But the Odessa resident added he'd like to see candidates focus on issues that actually affect people. I don't like the, the drama. I want to, I want the best candidate. I want somebody that's that's issues driven, that's, that's personally aligned with me values wise. GOP contenders are raising and spending millions to convince Republicans to send them to the U.S. Senate. Republican voters will make the final call on August 2nd. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Jason is our senior political reporter. Shulin Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.